0: Me to the game I know my duty stay humble stay low blow like True on the then yeah, nigga, mace, nigga, all right record yeah we record. recording i think they maybe even caught you saying "I, right, all right i record okay okay
1: dude well maddie i can go first as you saw on the book brittany and i went away this weekend
0: on the gram on the gram tea oh you didn't see it on the book well actually no i didn't see it on the book but also nobody Uh, calls facebook the book
1: i i've been calling it the book for years i might be by myself but i'm sure i'm certain (laughs) i didn't come up with that (laughs) i heard that i heard that and took it on yeah you guys Um, you guys big
0: snowshoers
1: i don't know this is probably the only time will go this season so
0: (laughs) are you guys big fans of it or not really it's like i kind of liked it i
1: really enjoyed it i enjoyed it i mean it's just it's just walking but you got these tennis rackets on your feet you know it's like i don't know i kind of get i feel like if i'm being honest i don't want to poo poo on on outdoor activities but i feel like outdoor activities a lot of these stuff they make things sound harder or more complicated and cooler than they really are it's just like no you're just walking right i mean you call it hiking you got you just walking up a hill pretending it's more than that you know what i mean
0: <laughs> yeah
1: but it's snowshoeing is similar we really enjoy it it's just a good way to get into you know some parts that you know it's like with your regular shoes you might sink into the snow a little bit more um so yeah we really it was tough though we had a good couple of days of snowshoeing quite enjoyed it for the listeners who don't know Derek and Brittany took a couple of days off when snowshoeing up in the Canmore Canonascus area, it was great.
0: Oh nice. Um
1: Yeah, quite I, I just needed the we just needed a break and <sighs> Yeah, I mean we're fortunate here in Alberta. Sometimes I've you know, you gotta take advantage.
0: You know what? I forgot about how close it was until I saw your guys' photos, and it made me think that I think at some point in February I think I would like to try and get to Canmore for the weekend. Even if it's just by myself, totally. just enjoying uh i don't even want to say nature but just enjoying that like weird kind of touristy town vibe yeah you know
1: yeah good town it's a good town and i mean you know like i said it you just wait it was so warm this weekend too so it was like we were hiking up you just need a long sleeve shirt after you're working so hard and so that makes it nice too because i'm not interested in going out there and being really cold and miserable right so it was yeah oh yeah just just a good time definitely got to see the mountains in the winter if you can you gotta get out, otherwise it's miserable.
0: Yeah, no, it's true. Um, have you guys ever gone cross country skiing? I feel like that's gonna be your Brittany next venture.
1: Brittany has. She says it's pretty tough. I've never tried it. There was a lot of cross excuse me, cross country skiers there. I'd like to give it a go. But it does look pretty tough. Some of them looked like towards the end of the day, some of them when as we're getting back to the parking lot looked pretty miserable. Um But yeah, I don't know.
0: Well Terry, I don't really... know if uh, I ever told you this, but uh, I am the nephew of a canadian olympian in is that cross right? country skiing i didn't know that yeah
1: what's your uncle's name or aunt's name
0: my uncle his name is bert bullock okay and he didn't like medal or anything like that but he did represent canada in 1976 i want to say and 1980 at lake Placid.
1: wow so, is he still is he still skiing like can you no. can we get him on the podcast
0: uh you know what i don't know that he likes to talk about it all that much
1: that's Um, all i would talk about
0: yeah you know i don't think it's something he he enjoys discussing but uh you know it's it's something i like to drop in there every once in a while well you know my uncle was an olympian you know not a big deal
1: olympic blood in my veins
0: yeah exactly (laughs) Exactly. that's exactly it so yeah
1: i i I met a i don't know if it was decathlon or one of the uh, multi-sport athletes who competed at the olympics at a volleyball tournament once wow. it was just a rec tournament and it was just like his whole thing now was like yeah i competed in two olympics and all he does is like now he he's the nicest guy <laughs> and he just does uh corporate like like talks you know like motivational speaking what it takes to be an olympian and i was like ah, oh, good for this guy you know what i mean he competed at the highest level and then turned that into let me tell you how i got there and how to how to be awesome <laughs> You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. Oh, man. People who are Olympians. I don't know what it is about the Olympian because you think about it, it's like the Olympics are kind of gross with the amount of revenue that they make and how like most athletes don't make much money from it.
1: Yeah, that is too bad. I didn't know that actually when you say it like that. And
0: yet it's like there's this status and honor that comes with being an Olympic athlete, especially an Olympic champion in some sport you know yeah in any of the sports really if you got an olympic medal it's like that's something to kind of hang your hat on like like there's a girl i grew up with uh played rugby with her and when the olympics first introduced rugby at the rio games i mean we sat and watched her uh in the pub together you and i um three three years ago four years ago now would have, almost
1: four years ago because yeah. it's an olympic year actually speaking of yeah. the olympics yeah
0: but i remember watching her and uh team canada ended up winning bronze so she has a, a bronze medal and like
1: oh that's cool and, and it was just
0: yeah it's really neat you know but yeah. uh yeah anyways point is yeah um dude what'd you get up to uh on one of those evenings on the friday or saturday Tarek? what do you mean Excuse
1: me. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm teeing you up here,
0: man. I'm teeing you up.
1: I pitched it high into the outside. Yep. Our low into. I don't know what the proper pitch is. Anyways, I <laughs> went to see Bad Boys for Life.
0: Yeah. Brittany went with
1: me. We were in Canmore or Banff. We went to the Lux Cinema. It was so good. That's like they are what the buddy cop is meant to be. It was hilarious. Like so funny. But just straight nonstop action for two hours. Just straight. Here's the
0: thing. Here's a couple things we got to talk about. One, I have a friend who also went and saw it and said it is by far better than Bad Boys 2. That's, I
1: don't know if by far. It could be better. We'll see. Bad Boys 2 is one of my favorites. If you're ranking them,
0: what, what order do the three go in?
1: Uh one's definitely the worst. Okay. Because they didn't have the huge budget. Like yep. now they just blow shit up and they go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> two
0: two or three. Which one takes the gold, which one takes silver T. Ah, Recency know bias, I know, there's a little bit of that. I
1: know. Uh, or the fact that or nostalgia bias. You know yeah, I mean? that's true too. That's true too.
0: You know I was here's the thing that scene with Reggie in Bad Boys Two is Reggie's in the so- third one. Don't Reggie tell me that. the third one. No, no, I know.
1: Wait. I know. Yes. <laughs> Brittany, I had to explain to her in the theater. I I was like, oh, she's never she's seen like, it. Oh, why is everybody laughing? And I was like, oh, Reggie was in the second oh, movie. <laughs> man.
0: That's that's maybe the most iconic scene out of all of it's Bad Boys Two. So I was gonna show it to Brittany
1: on on YouTube oh, later, but we didn't get man. a chance. I was like, oh, you gotta see this. This is like. Yeah, people pull, pull this clip for everything. It's so good. That's the thing. I feel like there's more, in my mind, more memorable moments of Bad Boys 2 like that. Bad Boys 2, that uh, car chase scene where there's a oh, boat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It's just wild.
0: Oh, it's wild. Man. Or at the
1: beginning, even, like, I, you know, yeah. this could be a scene again where it's like they sent the two black cops to break up the KKK drug-running group. Hold
0: on. <laughs> and their backup is two Mexican guys. Yeah. So... <laughs> So it's it's even better that the four like minorities of the department are are running this uh, KKK operation.
1: Yeah, I love it, man. And so that's the thing I I do feel like. And then when they get to Cuba and they're like, they just destroy half the country. It seems like you know what I mean. It's just outrageous. (laughs)
0: They
1: take their truck down that hill.
0: Oh, oh man, the budget on that must have been so much fun. Just oh, I'm
1: saying. Did they get Michael Bay back for this? This one's good. There's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff in this one. There's a lot of blowing up. You know, like, great buddy cop stuff. But I don't know if I saw as many iconic scenes. I thought this one was probably funnier, though, I thought. Okay. Yeah. And I love that they brought in, like, you saw in the previews, they had, like, other people on the team, like the kids or whatever, the younger group. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. I really liked that. And they definitely, uh, you know, hinted at a, a Bad Boys 4. I was just going to say,
0: cool. here's the thing. I I was trying to double down on my bet that one of them dies. But then, before I ever got to see it, uh, I saw news that they've already greenlit Bad Boys 4. And I was like, ah, damn it. That means it for sure both survived.
1: Yeah, I suppose it does. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it because it's still no, already No, I appreciate yet.
0: that. I appreciate that because I still have yet to um, see it.
1: Yeah. Um, but... You know, it's, it's actually kind of interesting. You think about Will Smith's other action movie this this uh, last year or whatever what was it was Gemini Man. Uh, Gemini Man, I enjoyed it, but you know, not as much as Bad Boys Three. Bad Boys for Life. I don't know how they decided to make a fourth movie and said Bad Boys Three was Bad Boys for Life. Like that yeah. seems like they really that was dumb. You know Anyways. what? They
0: probably didn't think it would have this success and this kind of critical reaction to get a fourth I don't know, one. Man.
1: Because the way they end the movie, it's kind of like... Anyways, regardless. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. kind of interesting, though, because Will Smith's non-franchise movie, action movie, did not do well, despite Spike Lee, despite this apparently fancy new Spike Lee. camera technique. He was the director, No, right? it was uh,
0: Ang-, Ang Lee.
1: Ang Lee, Yes. sorry, yeah. Ang Lee. But Ang Lee's still um, legit. Yeah, either way, big-name director, big-name star... But then it's the franchise that gets the gets the love at the box office. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, is what it is.
0: So oh man, well I mean you know it just further enforces the idea that you know people love a good reboot slash you know that nostalgia flick. It's true. It's, it's true. Maybe know, we're suckers for that stuff.
1: It's true. Us millennials, I think you know we're coming into we're maybe the most getting to be the more more influential demographic and we only have ourselves to blame for the constant reboots and the you know what i mean it's getting to the point where you can't blame anybody else can't blame boomers you can't blame the kids because we are getting to that age now where it's like oh the stuff i was watching as a kid is what they're rebooting that's exactly and it's for it's for me it's not for the older people it's not for the younger people it's for me yeah
0: oh well here's the thing (laughs) i went and saw a movie this weekend that was not a big blockbuster. Well, I guess it... I don't know how I feel if it's a blockbuster or not. I went and saw Which 1917. What?
1: Oh, yeah, that's a blockbuster.
0: Is it a blockbuster? I know it's got a lot of hype, but I still... Everybody's
1: talking about it. But
0: it's like Oscar bait at the same time, so it's like... You can have it, both. It was a mix. It was a mix, in my opinion. But, like, the commercials were really pumping it up. I was skeptical of how good it would be. Uh, but then, before me and my friends went... Um, you know, I looked up the Rotten Tomatoes, but forget the Rotten Tomatoes. I actually care more about the audience score when it comes to these things. Okay. Because it's like the audience is the one who's going to tell the true picture, not the critics. Yep. Yeah, nobody so, cares about the critics. Exactly. So I looked it up, and it was both 89. So I was like, oh, oh wow. well this this is going to be good then. Yeah. So we sit down, and holy smokes, dude, it is a good movie. If you guys are into war flicks uh, oh, yeah. or – you know, and it's not just, like, it's not the nonstop stop like, uh, you know, like, like, constant battle. Like, you know in, like, Saving Private Ryan where there's, like, four different, like, battle sequences and it's just, like, hardcore and crazy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not like that, but it's pretty pretty realistic, pretty true of what World War One was most likely like. And it's got some pretty graphic scenes in it in terms of just, like... Yeah, I don't know. It's nuts. Like, there's the trenches. Um, you see, like the barbed wire, kind of fencing and stuff that was on the battlefields to like basically barricade the trenches. Um, it, it gets pretty hardcore, and I mean, you even see a couple like dead and rotting horses. It's Ooh. it's pretty gross, it's pretty gross. But the fact is, is like, yeah, there's just some. Uh, it, it was just a really well done movie. That's that's all I can say about it, really. So, oh that's
1: cool. So you're rooting for for this Oscar season. This is the uh, one you think. yeah,
0: I'll be back in it. I'll be back in it cuz it's it's uh it, it was just it was really well done. I really enjoyed it. Um and I would encourage anyone who's considering it, definitely go catch it in a the theater, not at home. There's something about, you know, Caleb talked about this uh, when I wasn't here in December, just to reiterate. He always talks about like the only movies he goes to see in the theater are the ones that like deserve that theater experience.
1: Yeah. This is one of big those sound, big sound big yeah big. this
0: the score with the sequences with the camera i don't know i mean i'm really going like full film nerd here but like just the entire experience is well worth the theater experience so I like
1: it okay well maybe anyways. we'll we'll go see it you know i always go love a good war movie right oh, it's, yeah uh,
0: you know what this is i was just saying this to someone this is a movie where if you guys haven't been listening for a long time Tarek and I don't always agree when it comes to movies. Um, there's a few that cross over where we both like them. Like for instance, Bad Boys. Uh, something like this might be something we both like. But I'm a big artsy guy. He's a big blockbuster, shoot 'em up, action, explosion sort of thing. Um, this is these are yep. two where we would probably both agree. This is where the Venn yep. diagram connects. You know, yeah, the
1: circles so, overlap. <laughs> yeah,
0: this is where we overlap a little bit. But uh, there yeah, there go, go check it out. Tell me what you think, dude, because it's it's really good
1: okay but anyways okay. we'll have to do that
0: shifting gears um a little bit. you
1: know it's oh. it's kind of cool though lately there's been a lot of war movies you know but not many world war one movies yeah you know, it's all world war Two. you don't ever hear about i mean it's just maybe because it's more recent and the bad guy was more like the nazis you oh, know Hundred um but yeah i mean like every year it seems like there's like a new like really dramatic really well done war movie and then finally we get one for world war one so that's well, cool.
0: And you know, the other thing too is you have to remember, like, in World War One, like they were still using horses. They were Yeah, that's wild. They were like they had there's some planes in this film, and it's like They're biplanes. Fighting. Yeah, exactly. Like, where you so, gotta
1: throw stuff out the out the door to yeah, out, yeah. not even the open canopy to hit people with it. Or yeah, exactly. <laughs> like
0: we're talking really old technology in terms of like war tactics and everything. So it's like that's why I think World War Two is so much more appealing, is because you have things like tanks and machine guns and, you know, just, like, the tech was, was with it a little bit more, you know? Whereas right. with World War One, technology is so much older and I just don't think it, I mean, not that we should be making exploits of, of wars, but more just the fact that, like, it doesn't tell as exciting of a story if you're looking at it from a film perspective, I think. Not, not to sound ins- insensitive to anyone who obviously served in either World War, you know what I mean, though?
1: seems unlikely that
0: i feel uh, like there's any world war one vets left i don't i don't know that there are if (laughs) if there are they are incredibly old uh because they would have to be born in like 1900 at least and so yeah but anyways i digress uh dude a couple things i want to touch base on all right one friend of the show mason unraw shout out to mason got back to me about last week's episode you know what he said what did he say? He believes that you're crazy and that Teslas are basically uh, a consumer. Oh, guy. my goodness. He said it is not at the Mercedes level of luxury. Oh, my goodness. So that shout out a to my man, thing. Mason.
1: Hang on. I'm just going to send something in the group chat, group chat real quick right here. Wow, and hopefully we'll get why? a response before the end of the episode.
0: Oh you are going to pitch it to the two ding-dongs? And... Oh, come on, Tarek. Anyways, uh, let us know what you guys think. I feel like this should be an ongoing debate for a little bit. Uh, If you guys think that Teslas are a consumer or luxury car, let us know. Uh, We love talking about this stuff, and uh, I'm a firm believer that it is just an electric Corolla. Uh, Tarek Tarek seems to think that it is above a Rolls-Royce in in terms of uh, its luxurious ride. Uh, well, oh, please. You no, here's the other part you're asking guys who are like always broke, okay? These, <laughs> these guys don't have any money to their name.
1: Oh, man.
0: <laughs> so it's like they see anything with a price tag over like 10 grand, they're gonna think it's luxurious, all right? <laughs> That's
1: rude. That's rude, okay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, let's uh, oh, let, let's clean up some other stuff. Oh, here's the other thing I went to the doctor. Good news and bad news, dude. Okay. Went and got myself Uh-oh. a family doctor. So nice. they made me do this big questionnaire. Now, here's where you know that the doctor's different in 2020. They gave me a tablet with a questionnaire to fill out. Ooh. So I'm filling this out on a tablet, not just a pen and ticking boxes. And So before I get in to see the doctor, she goes, we need to take your height and weight. I said, okay, sounds good. Stand on the scale. Fully expected to say one at a time, please. But it uh, turns out, <laughs> hey, oh, that's, a, that's a good joke. I don't care what it is. Zing! Says. <laughs> turns out, lighter than I've been in years. Whoa, there you go. Well, so oh, you've been scales. eating right. You been working hard. I tipped the scales. I think that woman thought maybe the scale was broken, but I was like, hey, I'm proud of this number here, all right? I feel like this is called success, lady. You, you should see what it used to look like, you know? So I was pretty pumped about that. And uh, so apparently, you know, that's, that's the good. Now, the bad news is she checks my height. Now, okay. I've taken my shoes and my jacket off, one to feel lighter on the scale, but Smart. she measures me, and I said, All right, how tall am I? And she reads it off in centimeters. I said, Well, what is that in feet and inches, lady? Like, come on. Yeah. She says it's six foot one. Okay. What's wrong with that? I said, I beg your pardon. I said, Are you, you sure this thing's right? And I she's claiming that i'm shrinking all right i remember taking (laughs) my measurements in high school i was six two and a half i was proud of that and then as i was in college uh i feel like i'm probably the same height as our friend mike okay and he was always you know the six three range so and now this lady's telling me i lost a couple inches so i think i might be i might be shrinking might be shrinking you
1: might be shrinking
0: there you go man who knows
1: I, you know, you, they say as you get older, you do shrink. I didn't know it started in like your late 20s, but I you don't, know, it might.
0: I mean, maybe my maybe my discs are compressing. I don't know, but it got me got scared. To, I don't. Was it the beginning
1: of the day or the end of the day?
0: Oh, it was the middle of the day. Wow.
1: You know, you got to go first thing in the morning. You're horizontal all night.
0: Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> you know what? Good argument. Good argument.
1: Yeah, right.
0: So. Yeah, I had a, we got a
1: lady over at the house once for an insurance thing. She tried to tell me I was five foot nine. And I was like, What?
0: What an insult. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man.
1: I know. And then I was like, Are you sure? And then she checked again and it was, you know, a couple inches off, but it was still funny. It was like, Are you sure?
0: Ugh. Oh, just rude in my opinion. But that's just me. So anyways, that was my trip to the doctor. And then it got me thinking about this. Don't ask me what I was what I was thinking about. But I was at work. And I started thinking about old computer games. Okay. Now let me ask you this. When you were a little kid, because this is the thing. I remember computer games being like a very new thing when I was in elementary school. But they used to make them so that it was like educational. Do you ever remember playing a game called Number Cruncher?
1: Never heard of Number Cruncher. You've
0: never heard of Number Cruncher? Nope. What about Reading Rabbit? Rabbit.
1: That sounds familiar, but I don't know what that's about either.
0: Reader Rabbit? I think that's what it was called. Reader Rabbit. You'd have to look it up on the old Google, but I'm hoping <laughs> that it might... Uh... Oh, well, Tarek, these are just killing my conversation then, because I thought you you might know who these...
1: I used All the Right Type and Mavis Beacon. Mavis Beacon? Ooh. Yep. Yeah, okay. She was teaching me how to type, and MSN Messenger taught me how to type. Okay. Um...
0: What about, do you remember Oregon Trail?
1: Yes, I didn't play Oregon Trail, though. What? I never did. Dude. I never did, but I remember Oregon Trail. You
0: started with like a family of 20 over on the East Coast, and you were making your way all the way to Oregon, and you'd always lose like a bunch of people to dysentery and cholera. <laughs> your or like someone would come die. and steal
1: your, steal your wagon wheel, and yeah, you'd exactly. have to go find a new wagon wheel. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you had to like go across the river and it was the hardest frigging thing ever because there'd be like rocks and trees and stuff in the water and you're like waving your mouth across just trying hoping like hell that you're you're and then you'd hit something and by the time you got over it'd be like an oxen died as well as you know like half your food's now gone and so and so drown and you're like god damn it like (laughs) come on
1: an expensive river crossing Oh,
0: they were always the worst
1: very costly.
0: And then I mean you could go hunting, which was pretty great. You'd go and like kill like twelve buffalo when in reality that's just an absurd amount of buffalo to be killing. <laughs> but...
1: Yeah. A lot of buffalo.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Anyways, it was like I just started thinking about it because it was like, man, video games used to be like really educational.
1: Yeah, I guess so, hey.
0: You know, like for wonder... kids at least. Yeah, I mean, I don't have now, kids, but I don't know that they really make them like that anymore, do they?
1: Well, I mean, I think the GTA games teach you a little bit about the geography of Southern California <laughs>
0: <laughs> and New York City. I think some are based on New York City.
1: Yeah, that's true. There you go. They teach you um, how to drive
0: properly, how to deal with confrontation.
1: Uh, totally, Call of Duty gives you the layout of very famous locales around the world.
0: Mm, true, especially maybe if you get one on World War One or Two. <laughs> Then, oh, that's true. They know, had some. You get that in those historical. That's true.
1: Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, you know, uh, you're right though. Nobody plays those educational games. They're so cheesy now. <laughs> yeah. Like you might have to play them, but it's just like, yeah, not that interesting. <laughs> no, there you go. Yeah, they don't make educational video games anymore, do they?
0: I just, it was something I thought about because I was like, man, I learned a lot from video games when I was a kid. Now I understand why, like. People our age loved video games.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: But you know, I don't know. It was just a thought, just a thought.
1: Game makers gotta bring step up their game. Let's get some more. I down. won't lie. I'm shocked. That <laughs> I you just
0: never played Oregon Trail.
1: Oh, yeah. I was. I didn't get into computer games much when I was a kid. We didn't have a computer till so I was like ten. Really? And I didn't know how to put games on it. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I remember. Crazy. I remember. I used to just yeah. I don't know. Look at you know like nickelodeon's website or something and <laughs> right. play whatever little, little game was on there or whatever but um right, right. you know speaking of video games i was actually thinking for our listeners who don't know maddie's probably coming to visit me this weekend um i was thinking we should play some vr this weekend that's what we should do
0: dude you want to know a crazy thing
1: you were thinking the same thing
0: i've never done vr
1: yeah we should do it this weekend that'd be fun speaking of video games the future of video games yes Let's do it.
0: 100% I'm down with that.
1: Yeah. So that'd be fun because you've never done it. And I haven't played in a while. It's a good winter activity because, you know, it's gross outside. Um, and you just have a screen like three inches from your face for an hour.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great time. Sounds like a... Drop uh, simulator or... <laughs> oh, man. you has
1: got goat simulator I too. I don't even know what it's like to be like a, like a with goat. A goat
0: simulator?
1: <laughs> Man, look at that grass over there. Yeah. Well, that grass is up that mountain. I wonder yeah. if I could get all the wonder, way up there. I, I, I bet I could.
0: Fall down like those goats. You ever seen that video? Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> just falls so far. <laughs> it's uh, like, that would be
1: me on Goat Simulator. Like, Can we restart? <laughs> I fell.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm totally down with that sort of thing. Yeah, man. Video games have just evolved. They just evolved and. They just used to be, I'm telling you, I, I wonder if they still use them in, in schools at all though. Like obviously I don't really know many people who have kids who are in like that elementary school age. But I do wonder if they use them because like number cruncher was like, it was this weird, like it, it just was a basically a face with legs and you'd run across and you'd have to eat certain numbers. And it was like, for instance, eat all the odd numbers or eat all the prime numbers. Like it got difficult. And so you'd have to run around and, like, eat all the numbers that it told you to.
1: Number crunching. Or it'd be like,
0: eat the two numbers that are, like, I don't know, that add up to the number 10. You know, like, I mean, I'm re- talking, like, really rudimentary games, right? Yeah. But it's more just the fact that, like, it was really teaching you some some math. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In, like, a fun, interactive way. And I just wonder if kids these days have, or if there's video games used in schools in that same manner anymore.
1: Yeah, that might be, you know, he got to maybe get some kids, get a hold of some kids, who knows?
0: Well, I mean, let's maybe rephrase that, uh, <laughs> that statement, how's that sound, you know? Uh, All I'm saying podcasts. is, you know, Shut maybe, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe just text your, your niece and nephew and ask them if they play video games in school for education yeah. purposes.
1: I should ask them. I'll ask them. I'll ask them. They, can tell I bring are... up video games. All I want to talk about is Minecraft and Fortnite. Ugh, Call of Duty. And it's like hard to get them to talk about anything else. Yeah. You know, I got so many kills in Fortnite. I don't, don't know what care.
0: that means. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, okay, a couple, couple little things about uh, current events here, T, that I got marked down. One, All right. coronavirus. Oh, yeah. What are your thoughts That's on epic. this, man?
1: It's wild, you know. I can't believe. I was asking Brittany, my wife's a nurse. Or anybody does know. I was like, "Yo, what's the deal with this? Why is this virus so much worse than the other viruses?" And she says, "One of the reasons is was... actually." She was like, uh, "You know, look it up yourself."
0: Do you know how they're getting it? <laughs> uh,
1: just through air.
0: Bat soup.
1: That's how they it, it started. Are bat soup.
0: Bats and snake soup. Apparently, bat and snake soup.
1: And then we got it from the
0: bats. I don't know, but I'm just thinking, guys, what are we doing that we're eating bats and snakes?
1: Yeah. I mean, it kind of, it's wild because it's, it's wild how fast it's spreading because it was in China. And then now, if there's a case in the United States, there's a couple cases in Canada. Yeah, and that's a long ways away. That's a long ways away. And, uh, you know, it's not spreading like that fast, but it reminds me of like those zombie movies, you know, where yeah. it's like patient zero. That's literally
0: this. what I've been hearing. From yeah. different podcasts, they've they've kind of been making like making light of it, but they're like, "Where's Brad Pitt for World War Z?" Basically. Yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and how, so, oh, because people are just like passing out in the street. Oh really? Yeah, they're just walking and then just like drop. And, and like, I want to oh. know
1: too. Like I know, like the flu has always been like, the young and the old, yeah. and the immunocompromised are screwed with the flu too. Like a healthy adult gets the flu and they're out for like a week and then recovering for a couple of weeks later, sure. But it's like, you know, very rare is this fatal. Is coronavirus a similar type of deal or is it worse? Is it like healthy people get it and they might die? You know what I mean? Here's,
0: here's my problem with where it's currently located. China is pretty big. If people don't big. know it's the most populated country in the world. Okay. Guess what's next door to it?
1: india uh also very populated
0: oh funny do you think that they have the world's best medical systems there yeah that many people totally i think it's probably safe to say that there are many uh citizens of those two countries who do not get have good access yeah and so it's like my concern is we've got probably close to, I would argue, at least a third, if not closer to one half of the world's population, right next door to each other, where this friggin' virus is starting.
1: Yeah, it is kind of scary. Makes me nervous. Have there been any cases in India?
0: I have no idea. I don't pay attention to it that closely. But all I know is it came to Canada, and it's got me a little nervous. Thankfully, I live in a small town in the prairies, where it will most likely never get to... However, we do get tourists in the summer. So if they could get this dun, under wraps dun, in the next like, four months, that'd be great. Three suspected cases of
1: coronavirus reported in Delhi. Wow. Man suspected for coronavirus infection admitted to Jaipur Hospital. Is South Asia prepared for China's coronavirus?
0: No, they're not. Three top
1: headlines. As soon as you search coronavirus India. Oh, coronavirus is apparently one word.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> good to know. Good to know
1: um so yeah that's actually a good point there's a lot of people who live in that region of the world i mean you've seen those i've do yeah. seen those names where you draw a circle around south in southeast asia and you say there's more people and you can say there's more people who live inside this circle than who live outside this circle and it's like relatively yeah. small region of the world right so densely populated compared to us in the western world so it yeah that is kind of scary
0: and if it does create zombies
1: yeah okay Does anyone know what happened to the original patients are they zombies now?
0: Oh, man. I hope not. I hope not. Unfortunately, hm. I think some people have actually died from this, which is really too bad. Uh, but, you know, I feel like a lot of people are making this out to sound like it's like the next SARS and stuff like that, which kind of scares me a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if you remember how bad SARS was when it happened.
1: Yeah. Well, and, you know, I was pretty young. I didn't. I thought SARS was, ended up being more like it was... I don't know if hype's the right word so much as because there was so much information about it, it ended up not being as bad as everyone thought it was going to be.
0: Oh, maybe that's it. Or do you remember like how hardcore H1N1 was? We were in college yeah, similar, at that
1: time. Yeah, similar deal where I think it was like everybody was super hyped, and they, you know, probably part of it did a good job and kept everybody from getting it, right? So yeah. I think it's just crazy when it's airborne because it's like, oh, how do you stop the spread of that? You know, it's just like you got to just quarantine these people right away. And
0: yeah, All I know is I read... Someone told me it was related to bat soup, and I just like lost my mind thinking, "Who the <laughs> hell?" That's like if we were eating rat soup over here, okay? I
1: guess so. Hey, yeah, they're a little, little, little mammal. I suppose,
0: dude, they are the rats of the sky.
1: I suppose they are. Let's be real. Yeah. I just, you know, yeah. um, it's funny. I did see too that. The Chinese are building a hospital just for coronavirus patients or something like that to separate them. I saw that somewhere. You can see like trucks and stuff. Damn, China? I should read the headline. I should read the articles instead of just the headlines. Um, But it's like, that's so wild because (laughs) I don't know what it's like in other parts of the world, but to build a hospital here, it's like you don't just go, oh, shoot, this is a problem. I guess we should build a hospital. And then start building a hospital. I'm sorry. It's just like, it takes so long to build a
0: hospital. <laughs> That's because we, we live in a country with way too much legislation and too many people who want to get involved. Whereas in like, like look at another great exactly. example is like, uh, Abu, or not Abu Dhabi, um, the United Arab Emirates, where Abu Dhabi and Dubai both are. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, they are, no, it's not them, it's Qatar who's hosting the world cup in two years and they have yet like they're still in the process of building the stadiums wow and they're just going to build stadiums for the world cup yeah that's what they do or for instance there was a big boxing fight in december anthony joshua who fought a guy named andy ruiz in uh was it abu dhabi or dubai i can't remember anyways they built a stadium in like a couple months just for it yeah, it's, and it's just like wild. they just do the damn thing, man. Like those guys. If you have that much money, you just get stuff done.
1: That's what it seems like. And you know? just don't like... have
0: all the red tape from government. Every That's you know, you gotta
1: consult with this. And I think our, our system works better. But in this particular situation, it was like, oh man, we need a separate hospital for these coronavirus parents. Should we build one? Yeah, let's do it. The truck's on the ground already, and it was like going to be built. And it's like, what? That's just. <laughs> What? Like, if, yeah. if the government of Alberta said, we're going to build a new hospital, I would not expect to see that hospital open for five to seven
0: years. <laughs> Wait, here's the other part. We have a conservative government. No hospital's getting built here, all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Okay. You pull yourself up by your bootstraps and you get better.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe in a liberal... Maybe in Quebec. Okay? Quebec might be willing to build a hospital, but oh, I think okay. they might be... The only province in Canada right now willing to just build hospitals. That's
1: not true. Hospitals. Calgary got a new hospital with the previous conservative government. Oh, <laughs> The South Health Campus.
0: After everyone else was taken care of, we got a new hospital eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, that's one of so Speaking of uh, other sad things in the news, I feel like even though I know we'll be really late to the party in discussing this, uh, the loss of Kobe Bryant.
1: Yeah, man. That was so sad. It really... It really was shocking, and it hit, hit me hard this weekend. I know we were uh, in the backcountry, out of service, and then I got back and then was getting text messages from a couple friends and you guys in the group chat and articles that Kobe's helicopter went down with his him and his daughter, or one of his daughters. So sad.
0: Dude, here so was sad. the craziest part, man. So I got a few thoughts on this. One, uh, a buddy of mine texted me and said, Kobe Bryant died. And I was like, what? So I immediately Googled it, can't find anything there. How did he know? I was like, are you sure? He goes, yeah, TMZ just released an article. And I got super skeptical. So I went on Twitter, because Twitter knows all. And I checked checked a couple sports blog guys from Barstool Sports, and they had already reposted the article, and it was like 11 minutes old. Oh, wow. And I was like, holy, this is really new. Yeah. So I looked at it and I was like, Oh gosh, I don't know that this is true. Like I just that, that was my hope at first. You know, TMZ, nothing against TMZ. They're you know, they're uh their gossip, you know, run website, yeah. which is you know, the idea is to get there first. Yeah. So I started to wonder, is it true that he was on board? Maybe it was a helicopter that he's taken in the past. Like I just I yeah, really struggled yeah. to just believe.
1: He... Was in hospital, not quite dead, yeah.
0: Exactly. So, and then about 15 minutes later, the Associated Press also reported on it, which then made me think, well, the Associated Press is pretty legit. I feel like they would not just be piggybacking on, like, a gossip article. Yeah, yeah. And that's when it sunk in that I was like, whoa, like, Kobe Bryant died. Like, that's nuts to think about. Yeah. And... I
1: mean, it's, it's not unreasonable to say... He's one of the greatest athletes in history. Oh, in without history. question. One of the without greatest question. athletes in history, right? He's in the same category as Michael Jordan and LeBron James. The best of the best in his field. And it's like, I don't know, it's weird to think about someone that strong, that tough, that tenacious. I don't know, you know? It's like, I don't know how how you expected him to... Well, But it just feels, I don't know, it's sad.
0: There were a few things for me. You know, one of the things was Kobe Bryant actually you know he he talked about this in a documentary he did for Showtime called Muse. Mhm. And he was discussing like to be a master at a skill, which is what he was trying to achieve at basketball. He's like you basically have to say goodbye to a lot of things and he was just I think what he was alluding to was like saying goodbye to relationships with friends and family, even his his own like immediate family. Like to yeah. achieve the level of greatness that he was chasing after, you really have to like get rid of everything in your life almost and it started to make me think like man is that even worth it like
1: well that's a good that's a good question like
0: to get to that level of of greatness but have no one to celebrate it with is it is it worth it to have your name in a record book if you're just kind of alone obviously that's not how it worked out he's very close with his his wife and children wife and and daughters stuff You know and uh there there were a few things obviously like finding out his daughter was on board was incredibly disappointing yeah yeah like and that,
1: i mean apparently they were going to a girls basketball game so another a yeah. number of other kids on board you know there were, so.
0: there were two other kids on board along with some parents yeah now, now here's the craziest part there was one of the girls both of her parents were on board that helicopter
1: oh no and they
0: have other kids i guess
1: Oh no. I thought,
0: man, could you imagine realizing you wake up Sunday morning, okay? Kobe's taking your family
1: to to watch
0: a game to, or something or they playing. You know, and you have to remember like Kobe has been hopping in and out of a, a helicopter since he this, just played in I the NBA. I think it was this
1: helicopter. Yeah, he's been doing it for but, 20 years.
0: But he's been he's been going back and forth. He he's talked about this in an interview about how uh, it was easier for him to get, you know, from home down to uh, the practice facility and even to the Staples Center and stuff and then get back so that, you know, he could spend more time with his kids and, and his wife and stuff like that. And and so it's like when he says, all right, we're just going to hop in the chopper and head to the game. It'd be like you saying, all right, Brittany, uh, I'm just going to head downtown and grab like a, a jug totally. of milk. And she'd be, okay, totally. sounds good. Like wouldn't think
1: and then he, twice about big, it. Yeah get in an awful accident that's it right
0: and you just oh man you you got to think like his wife is probably like all right have fun you know like yeah she probably isn't thinking oh gosh i hope like this helicopter's out. like you know she's not she's not concerned but you know it's uh oh
1: and that's the thing that's it's just shocking it's sad i, I wish i wonder if it's gonna be like the reasoning behind why it went down if it was a mechanical failure it's always pilot error it seems like but i heard the pilot was supposed to be one of the most experienced
0: well it was so the weather conditions as well were not helpful i guess it was very thick fog but they got clearance
1: yeah and so which is weird and i mean i don't know like
0: yeah
1: fog it's not like they they crashed into something i don't think so it's like what if the, the fog doesn't just take you out of the air i don't know
0: yeah. Yeah. either
1: way we'll see i guess and so very sad you know thinking about the family super tough also wild remembering yeah
0: not to make light of kobe bryant's death or anything like that but you know how i talk about pjs on the on the podcast yep dude he was living the ph life private,
1: private, private helicopter,
0: helicopter. Right, Which in right my opinion is like a step above the pj this dude got in a helicopter to skip traffic
1: yeah, that's Dude. true. It's way more versatile.
0: Dude, that's next level <laughs> baller right there.
1: Because you don't need a runway. You don't need... Oh, man.
0: <laughs> it's like, it's yeah, true. I don't feel like driving in my you know fancy car. That's not a Tesla because that's not a fancy car. Okay. Uh, from home to downtown, I'm just going to hop in the chopper. I was like, damn, Kobe. That's... I didn't even think about that. Here I was yeah, here. man. I thought PJs were the top. Bobby outdid the
1: PJ, like the true mamba he is. <laughs> like the true mamba he is. You know? Yeah, I mean, and it is you mentioned his uh, retirement, um, and <laughs> he uh, he, you know, it's sad to think that maybe you know, because he retire? two, three years ago, that maybe this was the time, like he spent, he sacrificed so much to be the one of the very best of yeah. all time.
0: Yeah. And
1: now he's getting family time in, and all was cut short. You know. Yeah, so. and,
0: and there was a lot of talk. He. His daughter, who passed away, was what many say was like the best Bryant of basketball, like of his kids. Yeah, and so I mean the other ones are quite young he, still, but yeah. yeah, of course. But he was he was already talking like on Jimmy Kimmel even mentioned he's like who knows maybe the WNBA, like you know he could see it that she had like the Mama mentality that he always talks. There about, you, you go. You know? like, there you go. That killer instinct to just like to be great, and it's like man yeah. that really sucks that. I mean, it sucks any time a child dies, right? But it's like yeah. it's just—it's unfortunate in those circumstances where you see like an immense talent within someone at that totally. age, and you know, is no longer with us.
1: Yep, and I mean, he had—I
0: think three daughters. Maybe he's got—he's got three more still.
1: Yeah, three more daughters. So four all together, all daughters. And he was apparently a huge advocate, huge supporter of women's sports because yep. you know. He was his life four dollars like,
0: four daughters you know
1: exactly that's his life and he's a pro athlete so anyways Kobe remember you yep. thanks for all you did for basketball yeah, one of the best shout out to Kobe shout out to yep. Kobe yep
0: alright folks uh, hmm, Derek do you have anything like chipper and cheerful we can discuss at the end here I feel like it's <sighs> I feel like it's somber if we end it like that
1: it is a little bit somber but maybe that's okay maybe it's, yeah, maybe no, it's good I'm... that
0: we end it on somber note
1: yeah yeah. I guess we could. I mean, we're talking a little bit about sports. We could touch base real quick on the Ooh, Super Bowl. This that's weekend.
0: right. We got to talk about the Super Bowl.
1: Just let our listeners at home know. Who is actually playing in the Super Bowl? Uh,
0: The Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Versus the San Francisco 49ers.
1: Nice.
0: So what is a 49er? You know what? It is the 49th parallel, which is... The one
1: between Canada and the United States?
0: Maybe that's not true, then. That's a lie. I always thought it was the 49th parallel. I don't know what a 49er is. Who the heck cares? Here's the real storylines, folks. (laughs) Uh, There is Patrick Mahomes. Kind of sounds like Kermit the Frog. He's the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. It's like his second or third year in the league. He has just torn it up every single year. Dude threw for 50 touchdowns last year. Not a big deal. Only like three other guys have ever done it in history. He happened to do it in like his second year. Um, What did he do in his second year? Threw 50 touchdowns. Holy smokes. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Anyways, his coach, Andy Reid, hasn't won a Super Bowl yet. He used to coach uh, the Eagles back in the early 2000s, lost to the Patriots in the Super Bowl back in, I want to say, 2003. Um, who he's playing is the 49ers, whose quarterback is a guy named Jimmy Garoppolo, who happened to be Tom Brady's backup, and he got traded because he was going to cost too much Is the reality of it, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is technically a two-time Super Bowl champion already as the because backup. Because he was on the Patriots. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's going for his third Super Bowl uh, at a ripe age of like 27. So so when
1: is – uh, what team is Tom Brady going to be on?
0: Tom Brady isn't on either of them. He's sitting at home. <laughs>
1: I'm just messing with him. He's you.
0: relaxing.
1: <laughs> Anyways. It uh, just seems like if you can't have a Super Bowl without Tom Brady nowadays, yeah. he's there every year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe he'll be there just like in the crowd who knows i'm Chill sure it. him and him and jimmy i'm sure are good buddies who's the who's the, the favorite
1: and who's the board. underdog
0: so here's the thing i think it's kind of a pick them right now which means okay. that it's pretty even uh it's it's a really close matchup you know the 49ers have an incredible defense um the kansas city chiefs if those that don't know two weeks ago uh they were down twenty. 20- four nothing and they coming back, back and won they came back and won like 52 wow. to 32 it was a, wow. it was a huge they they turned on that the jets be here's the thing they were down 24 nothing going into the second quarter Tarek, okay ended up at halftime it was 28 24
1: okay so they were winning them. by the
0: half yeah so they came back man like they just they've got this incredibly high powered offense, so it'll be a real exciting thing to watch the the defenses versus these offenses that just they seem to be clicking. So it's it's the first time in a while where I think people are gonna be excited with the outcome for either side. Let's put it that way.
1: So cool. Cool. I like it. Well, Maddie, if you come down this weekend, we'll have a spot. We'll go watch some Super Bowl football. It'll be good. I'm I'm going to put some money on the underdog, whoever the odds say are the underdog anyways, just to keep it interesting. Who are you cheering for?
0: Uh, You know what? I was just saying this to a friend earlier tonight. Uh, My heart says Kansas City because I'd love to see them win, but my head says 49ers.
1: Cool. And I figured out a 49er is apparently a person who participated in the 1849 gold rush. Wow. that's a pretty dumb name. <laughs> I
0: hope they win. <laughs> That's a pretty dumb name. Uh, well, you know what? Their uniforms are gold and red. Uh, what does the
1: red have to do with gold? Who knows? Who freaking knows? All right,
0: I don't know. Oh, what is
1: that? What is what is their logo? Is it like an arrowhead with the SF on?
0: Uh, it's just like a it's just like a circle. It's, it's just like a circle. A, yeah, it's like a, just a big gold circle that says SF. On
1: it. Is it perfectly round or is it sort of misshapen it's, like a it's nugget?
0: Like a, it's like an oval. <laughs> it's like an oval. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Oh. Anyways,
0: <laughs> folks. Uh go check out the Super Bowl this weekend. Um
1: and yeah, we'll talk to you
0: later. Alright, catch you guys later. low, blow like